New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununu is as proud of a New Hampshireite as they come. <laughs> so this is New Hampshire. Coming from New York, you must feel like you've been paroled or something. With all this freedom, all this live free or die freedom. <laughs> Over the last three days, NPR reporters have enjoyed the freedom of the press, hearing what New Hampshire voters want, don't want, and value in policy. All of this, though, was seen through the scope of the election, with primary predictions in the live free or die state asserting their psychic abilities. From Ameranek Public Radio, I'm Anna Donahue. One thing we have heard time and time again from our interviewees is that the final election will be Trump versus Biden. 2020 Democratic primary candidate Andrew Yang already has a theory on what will happen if that is the case. So in 2020, Joe Biden... Uh, had about a, let's call it a 50% approval rating, and he beat Trump by 43,000 votes in Wisconsin, Arizona, and Georgia. Uh, now he has a 38% approval rating, which is much lower than 50. <laughs> and uh, he's down by eight points in Michigan, which is a state he won in 2020. He's down by eight in Georgia, which is a state he won in 2020. Um, so it's essentially where it was in 2020, and then minus eight. Um, and, it, and if you do that across the board, Joe loses. Outside of Democrat Marianne Williamson's rally, we spoke to Beth Scare, an activist protesting against gender clinics. She spoke to us about the Trump-Biden matchup and what she will do if it occurs. He's just, to- he's toxic. He behaves badly and alienates so many people. It's, it's awful. Yeah, I'd vote for Trump over Joe Biden. I mean, Joe Biden has made it a centerpiece of his presidency to harm children gender-confused kids. Partially, this disappointment comes from the voters thinking that neither Trump nor Biden can fulfill their campaign promises. Outside of two separate Nikki Haley rallies, we met Brian Nolan, leader of nonprofit organization New Hampshire for Ukraine. After six months spent doing humanitarian work on the Ukraine front lines with this organization, he endorses Haley. After the elections are over and the Republicans don't have to pander to their base, I think they might be more inclined to approve aid to Ukraine. Yeah. And you think Nikki Haley would be the candidate that would help to rally their support? That's a good question. She'd probably have more luck with the Republicans than Biden does, because right now they just want to do anything to make Biden look bad. So they're, you know, they're using the southern border as an excuse to hold up the funding and muck up the water. So, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, if it's a choice between her and Trump, I don't think she's... What's the alternative, Donald Trump, if you're a Republican? Yeah, that's obviously far worse. Haley's number of endorsements have been on the rise. One of her most vocal supporters is Governor Chris Sununu, who's been traveling and speaking at her rallies. He focuses on the bright side, and seeing most of Haley's opposition leave the race gives him and Haley's campaign team even more hope. She's so genuine. She connects with people on a very real level. Um, you know, she's willing to do anything and go anywhere just to meet voters and, uh, and, and help get the vote out. And, and everywhere she goes, you see people go, oh, I was undecided or I was a Trump voter, but now I'm on, on, on Nikki's team now. So she's made huge headway in the last week. And how do you think it's looking for tomorrow? Uh, really good. Like, I mean, we've already kind of checked all the boxes on what I think we had to do, which was build on momentum out of Iowa, hopefully clear the field of all the other candidates. We did that. That's pretty exciting. We were in a strong second place. Okay, we're going to do that. So everything right now is just, I mean, the fact that we can challenge him for a win is just something no one thought was possible. So that's pretty exciting.
and the support is still pouring in. At OBA Noodle House in Exeter, we spoke to Yed, a resident of Bedford, New Hampshire. Um, she seems to be able to work better with, she's more moderate, if that makes sense. She's able to work with both sides, I think, a lot easier than somebody else. And she, the rhetoric is a lot less with her <laughs> until she's provoked, it seems, because <laughs> this last week it's gotten so ugly. I don't want Biden, I don't want Trump. How's that? <laughs> to anybody else, please, put a warm bucket of water up there, I'll vote for it. <laughs> Haley's supporters are dedicated. We saw this demonstrated at a rally when talking to Stephanie, another local resident of New Hampshire. Why are you here at the Nikki? Because I really believe in her. But if Donald Trump, if for some, and by the way, all of my energy is towards her. So I'm, I don't even want to say if. But if that happens to happen, which I don't believe it will because I do believe she's going to win, um, I'm not voting for him and I never, ever will. He does not deserve it. Never. Never. I will 100% vote for Biden, even even though I don't necessarily believe in how he is right now. 100% would vote for him over Trump. It's not going to be easy for her, though. Haley lost in Iowa, not only to Trump but also to DeSantis. She's even resigned to the fact that she faces opposition in her home state of South Carolina. And so we've sat there and I have heard, um, you know, the fellas sit there and say, oh, but you know, she doesn't have the state legislative endorsements from South Carolina. And I'm like, well, you know why that is. It's because I required my legislature, they had to all show their votes on the record when they were hiding them in voice votes. We called them out on that. to do ethics reform. We basically, I vetoed half a billion dollars of their pet projects. And I said, this is taxpayer money. This is not your money. We're not going to do that anymore. And then they said, but what do you say about the fact that the governor of South Carolina came to New Hampshire to campaign against you? And I would say, you mean the guy that I beat when I ran for governor? The voting continues as we write this, and the pressure is mounting on Haley's campaign. Despite the fact that her campaign team and her supporters are confident in her chance at becoming the next president of the United States, history has proven that losing both Iowa and New Hampshire doesn't bode well for winning the Republican nomination. So what will happen if Trump takes the primary and Haley goes zero for two? The question remains whether or not her campaign will live free or die hard. I'm Anna Donahue, and this is the Maronick Public Radio.